What's up, y'all, and welcome into our Forte Flashback series. In this series, we are looking back on old school episodes from the show, great moments, great segments from this podcast from back when we had approximately eight listeners now. We've gone up from last week from two listeners to eight back in the day. And today, speaking of eight, we're going to go back to episode 88. When our second co-host made their debut on the show, if you missed last week, it was Allison Sullivan's first time on the show way back on episode two. And we talked about how far we have come. And now it is time for uh, Pittsburgh's okayest priest, Father Anthony Sharapa. Uh, boy, we have come a long way since this first <laughs> appearance. He came on as my guest on episode 88. And it was it was interesting. I think for those of you who have fallen in love with Father Anthony, whether it be on Twitter or as a co-host of the show or on Clerically Speaking, wherever you have fallen in love with him, this was one of his first appearances on a podcast or it was the radio show. So we, we don't have video. He called in live to the live radio show, uh, but the audio has been remixed and remastered as much as we could. The sound quality wasn't as great as it was back then. It sounds like Father Anthony called in from a cell phone that was underwater in the city of Atlantis. They are notorious for bad cell service. For all of their you know, technical, technological advancements, they couldn't figure out cell service. So um, we talk about priests first, like the things that he did as a priest that were probably the first in all of human history. Uh, we talked about his first podcast he ever did called The Flu which is honestly why we're friends. I love that show so much. He did two episodes. We're talking about how we met and his now defunct Twitter account. So I hope that you guys enjoy this origin story of one of our top five co-hosts, Father Anthony Serapa. Enjoy this. And after, I will come back and give my reactions to this episode. So make sure you stay tuned in for that. Hit subscribe on the podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Or if you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe there. Hit the bell. You guys know the drill. Thanks for being here and enjoy this origin story of the Atlantean Prince, Father Anthony Shrew. <laughs> back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Stroll. Today's guest, literally the last thing he told me before we got on the air was that this is a huge favor that he is doing to me. He is going to take the show to new heights. And for some odd reason, I believe him because when this silly priest from Pittsburgh tweets, for some reason, people listen and they continue to retweet, to like, and to follow this guy. Father Anthony Sharapa, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing really well. Thanks for that wonderful introduction. I appreciate it. It's not any better than your introduction on Twitter. Your tagline is Pittsburgh's okayest priest. So yes. what does that mean to you? I know what it means to me. So basically for my ordination, um, a friend got me this mug, and I was the deacon at their wedding. And so it has me doing a blessing over them. It's all very nice. It was very touching. And that's the part of the mug I saw first. And they're like, oh, turn it around. And I turned it around and said, world's okayest priest. And I thought that was great. <laughs> so I figured, you know what? For Twitter, uh, I don't know every priest in the world, but I know pretty much all the priests in Pittsburgh, and I am definitely the okayest among them. So if there are 201 priests 
you are number 101. You are number one. No, you are number right wait, in the middle. How does that yep, work? Absolutely. You're ha- you're one and a half priests somewhere in the mid hundreds. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I started following you like literally everyone else on on Twitter. We call it's this <laughs> weird thing, Catholic Twitter. Everybody thinks it's a different app. It's not. It's just a Catholic community within Twitter. And you are currently actually. I saw this right before coming on the air. You're in the yeah. running for for an award for like funniest catholic person on twitter how's that going for you yeah it's going well um not much i mean it's it's funny because i have a lot of followers but a lot less because not just my funny tweets but my holy tweets i personally think uh father dan at Frockadan is actually funnier than me if it wasn't for him i'll say this now if it wasn't for him i would not tweet about wrestling i was secretly a wrestling fan but he started tweeting about wrestling i was like man this guy is great he's a priest so he really took my Twitter game to the next level, knowing that kind of freedom you could have. That being said, I'm going to beat him. So so John Paul II said that freedom is not being able to do whatever you want to, but doing what you ought. You absolutely should not be tweeting about wrestling. Wrestling is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you it. You think that's bad? I have preached about wrestling. I preached about WrestleMania uh, the week before Holy Week, and it was excellent. Uh, okay, you have to give us the 30-second synopsis because we can't just leave that alone. What? How do you tie yes, in WrestleMania yes. so to a hobby? WrestleMania weekend has become this huge thing. People take you know, uh, their vacation days. There's a bunch of stuff going on on the weekend. They go to this seven-hour-long show, and they're like devoted to this. I'm like, but then sometimes Catholics feel like, oh, I can't go to all the Holy Week stuff, or oh, the vigil's really long. I'm like, there are literally people who watch seven hours of wrestling. Can't we spend like two hours with jesus like can we do that so that was the gist of it and it's all fake we have the real body blood soul and divinity of jesus in the eucharist and they're, very true. they're just they're not even it's not even real it's all staged it's very 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 dumb so uh, uh we can disagree on on wrestling but agree that that was a good homily so i want to talk about something else you that go. you have done because one of the things that we're going to be talking about is the things that you have done most likely for the first time in the eternal priesthood. Jesus yes. started the priesthood, uh, give or take 2,000 years ago, and there were, you know, s- snapshots of it and precursors of it in the Old Testament. So it's it's been around for a while, and I think you have been the first priest to do a f- certain amount of things. Num- sure, num- number one... At least for me personally, you were the first priest that I ever played Fortnite with. Yeah, uh, I feel like other priests have done this, but uh, I'm definitely the okayest priest at Fortnite. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know who this person is, but it looked it. Someone replied to my tweet about to you about yeah. us playing Fortnite. We got a win. That was exciting. We got a win together. Yeah, it was. And uh, we also did very bad together at at other times. And I, it was another. Uh, priest so the whole like seminarians and stuff wearing the priest things it's very confusing so i don't know if he's a it priest or a seminarian yeah. but uh somebody replied that uh you were very bad but i was like actually we were both pretty bad but the win was yeah. exciting so yep. that was absolutely a first for me i had never played i don't think any video games online with the priest and it was it was me you and a couple of my stupid friends and we were we were playing and it was an absolute blast all because of Twitter. And we actually yes. booked this interview over Xbox Live. So, like, for those that don't know, it's like how, like, while you're playing games online, you can talk to people over this service. And we booked this interview on our headsets while playing Fortnite together. That's a first in Forte Catholic history. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, really, it shows it's a really magical time to be alive. There's a lot of darkness in the world. There's a lot of struggle. But you know what? There's a lot of good stuff, too. You know, I have bad days, but you know what keeps me going? Booking guests from Twitter while playing Fortnite on Xbox Lives. That's what keeps me going throughout the hard times. Absolutely. So I didn't really know who you were. I saw that you were Pittsburgh's OKS priest, which, by the way, like that alone is what got a follow from me. I didn't even see any of your tweets at the beginning. I just I was just like, this guy's got to be cool. And then I thought you were pretty cool because we were going to play Fortnite together. And then we were. And then you sent me this link to this <laughs> podcast that you made. I want to play a few clips of it, but I want you to set it up. What was the idea behind this? Why did you do it? Uh, what What were you even thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if if you're on Twitter and you're Catholic, you probably know about this guy, uh, Tommy Ty, and he wrote a book or something based on Twitter. I don't know, but he does these um, these podcasts, kind of reading tweets, say things are good or funny or relevant, and all that kind of stuff. And um, I like to hate on it, even though it's a really cool thing. And I was complaining that he wasn't tweeting my my more edgy tweets, right? My things I think is really good. And then someone on Twitter suggested. I think this is that this is Father Dan as well said, how about you make a podcast where you're just screaming your own tweets the entire time? And I thought about it. I'm like, that would be the most fun. A priest literally just screaming out his own tweets, proclaiming how great he is. How funny is that? So that's that's what I did. Here, here it is. And I think one of the re the first reason I like this is because it's dang hilarious. It is so <laughs> funny. I'm going to share a few clips of it. My wife and I listen to it like we left the xbox live party that i was with you in and i put i had one headphone in my ear she had one in hers and we were just dying laughing and i got back into the xbox live party just like laughing y'all were like where'd you go and i was like i was just listening to your podcast hilarious so mm -hmm. i want to share a few of my favorite clips are you ready for this yeah here we go moment of truth if Christian art teaches us anything, it's that Jesus had long hair, but never put it into a bun. That's right! No Christian should ever put his hair into a man bun! Do you stand by that statement? No Christian should ever put his hair into a man bun. I really, I really do. I think it's a dumb, I mean, yes, it's a dumb look, and Jesus never did it, and he had long hair. He did just fine without putting his hair in a bun. I think that's good advice for every Christian. See, how do you know that? How do you know that Jesus never put his hair into a bun? Because he told me. He told you? I'm a very mystical person. I've had really beautiful mystical experiences with Jesus Christ, and one of them was him explaining how he did his hair. So that's how that works. See, that would have been funny if you ever said, I have only ever had one mystical experience of Jesus. <laughs> and he told me, I never wore man buns. Go proclaim hey. this to the world, my okayest priest. I can't choose what the Lord gives me. That's what he gave me, and I'm very, very thankful for it. So, <laughs> so silly. All right, speaking of silly, let's keep going. Here's my, here's my second second clip. Oh, we have to set this up. We have to set this up. So oh, yeah. this this is the section of your podcast where you are reading mean tweets sent to you, and this is one of yeah. them. What liberal trash hole seminary did you attend? The Catholic University of America is looking at you at So multiple layers to this one. First of all, the, the voice that was used for that was just tremendous. I know your brother helped you with a lot of this. It's so funny. Yeah. So somebody asked you, what liberal trash hole university did you go to? And you respond mm -hmm. with just pure patriotism. 
And you're like probably one of the mo more well-known Catholic universities in the United States. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious uh, because Catholic University, the theology program there is, is excellent. And I know that uh, uh, Pecknell is on uh, Twitter, so I had to shout him out as well. And uh, I think the only way to react to to angry, dumb tweets like that is just to just to revel in it. And to make a podcast about it. And to make a podcast, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're continuing to get to know you through this crazy show. Here's the next clip. Man, I'm getting a lot of likes from Prost and Twitter lately. Just so you know, every time you like a Catholic tweet, the Pope infallibly frees one soul from purgatory and gives a 5% discount on indulgences. Hashtag real Catholic facts. A 5% <laughs> discount on indulgences. <laughs> So here's what here's what's happening. People are liking you from the Protestant world, and you just want to ruin all that immediately. I mean, if you can't make fun of your brothers, then they're not brothers. That's how I see things. And they follow <laughs> me anyway, and might as well say the most absurd, over-the-top, classically wrong Catholic thing. And that's that's what I composed. So it was it was hilarious. We we died laughing at that part. That was <laughs> that was probably my favorite of these clips. And then at the end, uh, so one one of the things that uh, that Tommy Ty, you you were saying that you were getting mad that he wasn't sharing your edgier tweets. I've yes. I've never had a tweet shared in it at all, and I, I'm just angry as well. I had him on the yeah. I had him on the show, and I you know put him on the hot seat, and he was like, "Nope, I'm not going to put your tweets in there." I was like, <laughs> "Thanks." I, I I he's the king of Catholic Twitter, and I'm just a lowly peasant. I don't have enough followers like you. So here's the final clip. Tommy Ty is widely known as the king of Catholic Twitter. And here is your response while you're parody doing a parody of his show. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment we have all been waiting for, we crown this week and every week's king of Catholic Twitter! Okay, my only follow-up question to this is, where the heck did you record this podcast? You're just a yeah, priest yelling so, stuff. My my brother actually works for the diocese, and he does all this um, media stuff for them. So he had some equipment, had some mics. I did it at his house. And so we just kind of knocked it out in like four hours and uh, started screaming in his house. And uh, that particular last bit was all done in, in one take. And uh, it was it was a good time. Does he have a wife? Does he have children? Does he have neighbors? Are there dogs in the neighborhood? Like, how did this <laughs> not bother everyone? He's currently single. And uh, so for all the ladies out there, if you want to meet a good Catholic guy at Papa Shrava, send him a tweet, send him a DM. Uh, but uh, I wasn't thinking about other people. Uh, that's kind of like the theme of, whole pod of my own podcast was, you know, I'm just going to do this. And uh, that's what happened. And it went so well that you just made a hundred more episodes. Congratulations on your hundredth episode. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've never done another one. <laughs> so you no, just, I have just vague did the one. plans to do another one. But uh, in the beginning of the podcast, it says it comes out whenever the heck I feel like it. <laughs> so I've been very clear about when the podcast comes out. Okay. So here's what we got to do. We got to keep going on this yeah. idea of priest first because you've you've been a priest now i think your two-year anniversary is when 
uh june 25th it's coming up coming up so congratulations we'd give you a Thank round you. of applause but uh our sound effects are turned off because oh, we're, we're just we're just actually clapping for you wow so, <laughs> you are the only person that could hear the producer clapping because that sound is not going into the recording so that was literally <laughs> just for you <laughs> so priest first what are some of the things that you have done that you think are the first time in the internal priesthood to ever have been done by a priest I think uh, there's a thing that's it's a pretty good chance I was the first one. I almost made, I almost consecrated a slushy what? Uh, at mass. <laughs> How? Yeah. So what I liberal did trash hole university did you? I know, to? right? Terrible, <laughs> terrible. But uh, so I'd say uh, about five Sunday masses a weekend, which is a lot. And I was at my my third one for the day or whatever. And mass is going along just fine. Sir brings me over the craft that we hold the wine in, and it's it's a metal one, so I can't see what's in there. And I start pouring in the wine. I'm like, wow, this feels really heavy. There must be a lot of wine in there. But not a lot of wine is coming out. So I just keep pouring it more and more and more, and all of a sudden, this slush ball of wine comes crashing into the chalice. Wine goes all over the altar. And for just a split second, I gave up. I gave up on the priesthood. I gave up on mass. I just, I just, I quit because I realized in that moment what had happened. We keep our wine in a refrigerator, which you don't need to do. And for some reason, someone just turned the power up on that fridge and froze the wine in the carafe. And so, who's going to fix this? I have to fix this. So I go back. I get new wine. I, I was very careful with my consecration. Uh, but uh, no one knew what was going on. They just saw me running back and forth. Uh, <laughs> the priest left. But, what is he doing? Yeah, I think that might have been a first. I play music, and I play a lot of music for Mass. If I was the musician at that Mass, while you're trying to figure it out, and there's literally wine slash almost Jesus' blood on the yeah. altar, I would have just started playing, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It would have been a fun, and you would have probably quit the priesthood. Yes. <laughs> All right, I think we got time for one more. One more first as a Catholic priest. Okay, this isn't, I thought this was a first, but I have to say this. So, it was after an evening Mass, and it was particularly spiritual. Sometimes the Lord kind of lets you in on what you're doing, and it was one of those moments. It was really beautiful. And at the end of the Mass, this lady comes up to me, and people get real nervous when they talk to priests, even if they're, like, stupid ones like me. And so she's very, very hesitant. She says, Father, I think there's something you need to know. And I was like, what? And she said, somebody pooped down the stairs. And I was like, what? Yeah, someone pooped down the stairs. I thought to myself, I, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that at all. Sure enough, I go to the stairwell and and out the door, down the stairs, and out of the church was a trail. It was it was poop. And I was like, okay, who's going to clean this up? I guess I do. So I did that. So I get back to the rectory, and I live with two other priests. And I tell them this story, thinking that they've never heard of anything like this. And then they proceed to tell me like several stories of the various bodily fluids they've had to clean up, clean up in a church, like just fecal matter, blood, everything that they've had to clean up. I was like, nobody told me about this. There was not seminary. a class in seminary on this. Exactly. Not. So, well, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very sorry for you. That's very sad. I'm very hurt for you. Well, Hey, we are out of time. This, 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 this
<laughs> we are out of time. Go follow this guy. Uh, what's, what's your Twitter handle, man? It is at Father Sharapa. Sharapa is S-C-I-A-R-A-P-P-A. At Father Sharapa. That's awesome. Thanks so much for your time. This was a blast. We love your podcast. We love you on Twitter. Go follow this guy. He is so much fun. Uh, Go listen to the whole podcast. It's called The Flu. You can find it on his his Twitter. You can search him on SoundCloud. It is so dang funny. And we will be back for our final episode of the evening in just a few moments. Stay tuned. All right, I hope that you guys enjoyed that. I took a plentiful amount of notes on things that I wanted to tackle. We're just going to go right through them. Um, the last, I like that the last thing that he said to me before we went live on the radio. So back in the day, I only had three minutes in between segments for commercials on the radio station. So like I did segment one. We called him. You know, that takes a minute, and then we talked for about 90 seconds, and then it's time to be quiet because we're about to go live on the radio. The last thing he said was that he was doing me a huge favor by coming on the show uh, and that he was going to take the show to new heights, and he did. We thought it was going to be because he was sharing it on Twitter, but really he took the show to new heights by eventually becoming a co-host and, you know, for better or worse, tying his name to this silly show. Uh, so I- I'm just really happy that uh, that he was right that he took this show to new heights and that uh, the show is better for it. And so am I, because he's a good friend. Um, what else? Yeah. The fact that he's not on Twitter anymore. This is an entire Twitter segment was hilarious to me. I liked the origin story of world's okay as priests. Like this has been over three years since this episode. And I forgot a lot of this. Like, you know, he, we've been friends for such a long time that, you know, you forget things. Like I forgot that he didn't just come up with Pittsburgh's okay as priest on his own, that it was a gift from friends. Uh, let's talk about the audio quality. We already talked about him sounding like he was underwater, but man, did y'all hear me clear my throat 87 times? I had a mute button. I didn't know how to use it. I didn't have any mic etiquette. It was bad. Like I thought I was good at this by episode 88 and listening back now, I'm very disappointed in myself. I, and just overall, I don't think I was very good at this episode. Father Anthony stole the show and he probably still thinks that he does that every time he comes on, but really he carried me once and I've been carrying him ever since. Um, I like that I've been making fun of him about wrestling from the beginning. I didn't realize that I did that in the first episode, and that has just been a constant. I, he loves it so much, and I like poking fun at the things that my friends love. Uh, so that was fun. The flu. I mean, what more can we say about the flu? Just what a special show. The best thing he's ever done creatively. That includes this show. That includes, clerically speaking, that includes everything he ever did on Twitter. The flu is the best thing that that man has ever done. Um... Uh, oh yeah (laughs) i didn't realize that like my love for the flu probably comes from uh the fact that that was a big part of our first formal interaction like on the you know like us talking where people actually heard it um and one of the greatest things i hope that you guys got the uh irony in this one a lot of you probably picked it up but that he said and i asked him to clarify and he doubled down on the fact that men shouldn't wear man buns i don't know if you've seen father anthony recently but it's all he does now he said that no christian man or self-respecting man should ever wear a man bun and he constantly wears a man bun i've been telling him to cut his hair for years and he does not listen well according to him He's not a real man. And not my words. Those are his from over three years ago. 
Um, I like that he said that Nick was currently single and asked, and uh, Father Anthony asked girls to reach out on Twitter. Um, it didn't work when he said it on Forte Catholic, but, you know, a while later they started a show called Clerically Speaking, and Nick got a wife out of that from Father Anthony doing this exact same thing. And I got to hang out with Nick and that bride <laughs> and Father Anthony just a few weeks ago. Uh, fun full circle there. Um, the consecrating the slushy story. I had forgotten that that existed. That's a great story. And for any of you guys that listen to Clerically Speaking, Father Anthony just shared the story in response to a tweet of mine. I finally got a tweet on Clerically Speaking. Uh, I guess it was last week, two weeks ago, something like that. And he, he shared the story about, like, somebody using the bathroom on church property. And he reshared that story in Clerically Speaking. And I was like, this story sounds familiar. He must have told me while we were playing an Xbox or something. Nope. He told me on this show. Um, and then me at the end, just proving once again that I had no idea what I was doing. I said, you know, stay, stay tuned for the next episode when I meant segment. So there you go. Um, I want to know how you guys are liking, loving, or hating these Forte flashback segments. I'm having a blast just going back and listening to them and having a lot of fun, kind of reminiscing with the co-hosts. But let me know how you guys like kind of this second podcast, this second YouTube video, um, every week. Let us know down in the comments. If you liked it, make sure that you hit subscribe wherever you are listening. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, please do that. We are working on building that. We are almost at 500 subscribers, and we just hit 25,000 views on YouTube. So thanks for that. I appreciate you guys, and I will be back soon. Bye!